it was probably a couple decades ago now that I was listening to the speaker, and he was going on and on talking about these new flip-flops that he had purchased and how uncomfortable they were, how he wish he wouldn't have bought them. They they hurt when he wears them. They didn't feel like they're the right size. And he went on and on and on and on. The thing is, he was from a generation older than mine. And I remember back in the day when we talked about flip-flops, they weren't called flip-flops back then. They were called <laughs> thongs. <laughs> and no one, I guess, had informed the speaker that was a little bit older than me, that <laughs> thongs are now what we would call women's underwear or the <laughs> the kind that goes <laughs> right up your butt crack. And <laughs> I guess he didn't realize that no one had informed him that we no longer call them thongs, we call them flip-flops. So he was going on and on, and it was actually a religious gathering. And so <laughs> for all these... <laughs> He was going on and on about these thongs that he had bought that were so uncomfortable for him to wear, and and they just didn't fit right, and he don't know why he bought them. (laughs) I wish you could have been there with me. I finally had to turn around to the whole crowd because it was pretty embarrassing. I I turned around to the whole crowd, and I said, he's talking about (laughs) flip-flops. Happy holidays. Welcome. Happy holidays. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. holidays. (laughs) What's up, Happy Labor? Thanks for joining us today. I am so happy that you did yeah flip-flop thongs i mean who would think that one word would make such a difference (laughs) kind of reminds me of i don't know if your phone has this or not but you can it's called swipe and instead of typing in when you're texting something or writing something or searching for something instead of texting it in i've got big fat thumbs so i it's hard for me to text i'm not very fast but swipe is i just keep my finger on the keyboard and i just move it to wherever the next letter is i just keep my finger and i swipe over the letters and it usually finds the word for me and it's fairly accurate i have to change it every once in a while you you better check it before you send it out well at least if you're my wife you better check it before you send it out because for the longest time, whenever she would swipe in thing, instead it would put the word thong out. And if she didn't double check, <laughs> there's only one letter difference between thing and thong. <laughs> but that one letter changes the whole word, changes the whole meaning of the word, and <laughs> which changes the whole meaning of the text. And so <laughs> you better double check. Well, where am I going with this? Well... <laughs> One word can change the meaning of the entire thing that you're talking about. And I want to talk about a word that is kind of 
changed its meaning over the time, and I'm almost hesitant to talk about this word with you guys. The only reason I am is because I've got a report back from a happy lifer that listened to last week's podcast, really enjoyed it, gave me a lot of cool feedback on it. I love feedback, by the way. If you ever want to give me feedback, you can do it. Just leave a voice message on our Yo Stevo 425 200 Hayes, H A Y S, 425 200 4297. Or you can leave uh, feedback on our email at podcast at happylife.studio. And uh, you can just leave us a message and let us know how we're doing. I love that. Words of encouragement, just they just feed me. They pour courage into me. It's hard for me, in other words, when I'm staring at a computer screen to know, am I really? are people really listening to this? And yet all the numbers suggest that, that they are. So whenever I get feedback from a podcast or video that we do, I'm super jazzed about that. By the way, we just did a new video series. Check it out on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok on how to have a happy whole year and things that we can do to keep the happy in the new year as the new year gets old. How do we keep the happy in that? So anytime I get feedback, I absolutely love it. I just love positive feedback and I don't mind critique either, uh, things that we could do better. So feel free to get back to us and let us know what you're thinking about the podcast, what we can improve on, what you like about it. And that's what this happy lifer did. Uh, He gave me some very cool information, just loved the last podcast. And he mentioned a word that actually, it's changed a lot. I mean, he mentioned a word that he's talking about how much he liked the podcast last week, where we talked about instead of adding things to an already full calendar, why don't we figure out the kind of year we want to have and then subtract the things in our life that don't line up with that. That way your calendar is going to be more empty And it's going to give you some great results, maybe even better results than if you added a bunch of resolutions, projects, things that you want to accomplish. Anyway, he mentioned a word that when he first said it to me, I I just, I shied back from it. I realized that this, this word had a negative connotation to it, but it never started out with a negative connotation. I mean, sometimes words just change like thing and thong or like flip flop and thong. And when they change, sometimes it changes the whole deal. For instance, remember when sick meant that you didn't feel well? Remember when you said that you were bad? It didn't mean you were bad. It meant you were good. I mean, even Run DMC had in their tune, Peter Piper. If I would have heard that when I was a kid, it would have made no sense at all to me. But I remember somewhere down the line that sick didn't mean feeling bad anymore. It meant really good. Bad didn't mean bad. Bad actually meant good. Somewhere on the line, those words changed. And if you don't use them correctly, I can't imagine people trying to learn how to speak English. It's got to be a difficult language to speak for that very reason. But Sometimes the words just change. And here's a word that came out a while ago that was a good word. And if you think about the word, it is a good word. But when you're talking about New Year's resolutions, when you're talking about bringing in the new year, it just feels negative. And I think it's because of the American mindset we have. I don't know what country you're listening to this from. We've got all sorts of countries that listen to our podcast, and we sure appreciate you guys listening. In America here... This word does not bode well when you're talking about bringing in the new year. 
And what this happy lifer said, he had come across some coaches online saying the same stuff. And there was a kind of a, a system that someone had laid out, like for 75 days, you would do this and do that and do this and do that. And he went to his wife and said, you know what, I, I, I think I want to try this to see if I can accomplish that. And she says, why would you see if you can accomplish that? She says, you accomplish anything you put your mind to. She says, you can accomplish that. She said, when you went into the service, you had to lose 20 pounds. You lost 20 pounds. The job you have now in the service is a fantastic job. And you had to have an impeccable record for that to happen. And you had an impeccable record. You rose up through the ranks in in the military. She says, you can do anything you put your mind to. Why would you have to prove something here? She said, instead of coming up with a new year where you need to come up with more things that you've got to do or more things that you want to accomplish. What if you come up with a new year that talks about what we can, here it is, ready? Here's the word. <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to shut off the podcast as soon as you hear it. You're going to think, oh boy, this guy didn't know what he's talking about. I'm just telling you what these happy lifers said to me and it made a ton of sense. She says, why don't we develop a year where we can maintain? Maintain? That just sounds so bad to the culture that I grew up in. This is America. Bigger, better, faster, stronger. But I'm telling you what, sometimes the bigger, better, faster, stronger is smaller, worse, slower, and weaker. It doesn't always turn out that way. And what we want to do is we want to keep adding things to our schedule. And there's nothing wrong with having goals. There's nothing wrong with being driven. My wife went into the dentist the other day and the dentist said, are you a dreamer? He says, because I love to dream. I love goals. I love goals. And my wife said, well, I'm not much of a goal person, but I do have some goals that I want to accomplish this year. And so I know there's some people out there that are goal-driven. There's some people out there that are just very driven. The issue that I have, and I'll talk about why, so just make sure you stick with me here, but the issue I have is that every one of us are made differently. My whole life, I've been told to act like all these other people, but I rarely fit into that system. I am just built differently. And you know what? So are you. Truth is, the point is, every one of us are made different. And yet we all want to kind of fit into this mold that is said to be, this is the way it's supposed to be. And I've never fit into that mold of, are you killing it today? Are you slaying it today? This is going to be the best year that you've ever had. I don't know when we decide to measure a year on the best year we've ever had, then what we're doing is we're measuring our year based upon our past failures. We're looking at the past years and saying, is this year going to be better than the other year? So for me to be successful this year, those other years have to be worse years. I just don't think that that is necessarily the best way to go. And it also tends to tell me, am I content with the year that I'm at right now? Is I content with the year last year? That word content also means to be happy. It doesn't mean to settle for less. Like we think about the word maintain means to settle for less. In fact, that happy lifer went to a bunch of men that he's in a group with that were all talking about this thing that he was thinking of signing up for. And when he said maintain, oh man, they gave him the act, man. They gave him the whole, what do you mean maintain? I don't know about that, man. I don't know. He says, listen, even Weight Watchers or other diet plans, you have a goal that you want to reach this goal, but when you reach this goal, you have to go on a maintenance plan or you will lose everything that you lost. All the weight that you lost will come back on, so to speak. And this happy lifer, he sent me a patch from his old unit that he used to work with in the military. 
and they did maintenance on all the the machines in the Air Force, the the planes and such and such. And, And the patch that they had said this, it says, we maintain so that others may live. We maintain so that others may live. Now, obviously, this talking about we keep all the military engines and and vehicles and planes and stuff, we keep them running well because if they don't run well, then the people that those planes protect no longer get that protection and lives are lost. Or the people that are flying the planes, if they're not maintained, then the people that are running those things, that are using those things, are not saved. They they are subpar and many will lose their life if they have equipment that hasn't been maintained. And the point that this happy lifer was saying is that he and his wife finally came to the conclusion, why do we want to talk about accomplishing more things this year when we should be talking about what can we maintain? I'm not interested in losing 25 pounds if I can't maintain that weight. When you get a new car, you have to maintain that car. When you get a new car, man, you take it in for oil every 3,000, 5,000 miles. If you live somewhere in the Midwest or in the North where they use salt on the roads to melt the ice, boy, salt rusts cars. And if you've got a new car, man, you take that to the car wash when you're driving in the winter. You take it to the car wash every time you're out there on the road and you have the, the whole flush done underneath when you go through the car wash, not just the outside of the car, but it flushes underneath the car to get all that salt out of there so it doesn't rust. And if it's a new car, you'll park it inside the garage or you put the, the tarp over it. You do whatever you have to do to maintain that car because it's valuable and you want to keep its value to you. And some people love to just get a new car. You don't have to maintain it. I'll just get a new car every year. Boy, I don't know if there's many of us that wouldn't love to get a new car every year or two, right? But truth is, we're not like a new car that, that comes and goes. We, we've been on this earth for a while. We're classics. Like if you have a 1967 Corvette convertible, I would love to have a Corvette convertible in the 60s. I would love to have that car. If I had a car like that, I would maintain that car like crazy because you can't replace that car. You can't just go buy another one of those cars. They just, they're just not on the car lots. You have to maintain it because it's one of a kind or it's few of a kind. There's not a lot of those out there. And that car is a classic. It's worth a lot. So you maintain it. You keep the cover on it. You keep it inside. You don't drive it when it's bad weather. You park it way at the end of the of the parking lot so no one keys it or scratches it because that car is valuable because it's a classic. And that's what you are. You're a classic. And truth is, if you don't maintain it, you can't keep it. If you don't maintain that plane, that car, that tool. If you don't maintain your stuff, you lose your stuff. You can't keep your stuff. Maintenance is something that's not a negative word. But when we think of the new year, we're like, maintain. I don't want to just maintain. I want to move forward. That's fine unless your schedule, your calendar is already full. Why don't we focus on, instead of accomplishing more things this year, What if we focus on the things we did last year that we did well and maintain those things? Because if I don't maintain those things, I just set up a new thing. If I don't maintain what I did well last year, then I'm going to lose it this year. And what's the point? 
I mean, I've seen the shows. I've seen Biggest Loser. I used to watch that years ago with my wife. And a lot of these guys, you'd watch you know, the shows that talked about where they were after the show was done. And some of them went right back to where they started. They put all the pounds on. They went through way too much work to lose all those pounds. Some of them lost 100 pounds or more. They went through a lot of work and a lot of painstaking workout to lose that weight. To put it back on, to not maintain that, what's the point? If we don't maintain, what's the point of setting a goal if I can't maintain that? And yet you don't hear many people talking about maintaining. It's always bigger, better, faster, stronger. But bigger, better, faster, stronger isn't always that way. Sometimes it's slower, smaller, weaker, not as good. (laughs) So if your calendar is already full, you know, we talk about seize the day. Are you slaying it? Are you going to kill this year? Is this going to be the best year of your life? There's another word, kill, right? Are you going to slay? Those used to be negative words, and now they've all changed. Are you slaying the year? Are you slaying this new year? Are you going to kill it this year? You know, if my calendar is already full, if my schedule is already full, and I add more stuff to it, there's no way I can seize the day. There's no way I can squeeze every drop of life out of today because you know what? I'm too busy to do it. We talked a few podcasts ago about the wonder of life. The wonder of Christmas is the magic of Christmas. It's the power and the peace of Christmas. Just like the wonder of life is the peace of life. It's the thrill of life. The wonder of life is what makes life worth living. It's the magic of life. It's it's a thing that gets you out of bed in the morning. That wonder, wonder comes when you pause. When you say, hmm, I wonder. There's no way you can pause when your calendar is so full that you don't have time to pause. If you can't live in the moment, you can't squeeze the life out of it. If all we're doing is adding more goals and adding more accomplishments that we got to do to our already full calendar, and if your calendar isn't already full, this doesn't apply to you. But if your calendar is full and you keep adding more stuff to it, there's no way you can live in the now because you're too busy to live in the now. You're too busy to grab a hold of that wonder and sit back and go, hmm, This moment is an amazing moment. Let me think about my life right now. If you're a dreamer and you're a driver and you love to plan goals, that's great. Go for it. But if your calendar is already so full that you can't add any more, then don't. Either figure out what kind of life you want to have instead and then subtract the things from your calendar, subtract the things from your lifestyle that hinder you from becoming that person or from fulfilling that kind of year that you want to have. If I'm an anxious person and I don't want to have an anxious new year, I want to have a peaceful new year, then I've got to start removing the things that cause anxiety in me. And when I remove the things that hinder me from accomplishing the year I want to have, not only does my calendar get emptier, but my year gets happier. So figure out the kind of year you want to have. We talked about last week. And then subtract the things in your life that get in the way of that. Or when we say this is going to be the best year ever, then in my opinion, what that tends to say is all the other years were subpar. They were weak. And we look at last year as it was a tough year. It was an ugly year. And the last few years have been tough for all of us. But you know what? We learned a lot in those years. COVID taught us a lot of things. It taught us how to be more creative taught us how to spend more time with our family, taught us how to slow down. 
And yet the moment we could get beyond that, we just went back to what we knew already. And we didn't maintain what COVID originally gave us. Now, I know a lot of negative things happen in COVID. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of us lost uh, some friends and, and, and people that we knew and family members. I understand that. I'm not making light of that at all. But I'm saying some good things happen in these few years, too. And if we're looking at this year as going to be the best year ever, then what we're saying is the other years were subpar. This year is going to be better than those years. And so, therefore, I'm looking not at what I did well in those other years. I'm looking at what I didn't do well, and I'm going to accomplish more this year. Versus, let's look back the last year, two or three, what did we do well? We hung out with our family more. Let's maintain that. We slowed down. What if we maintained that we got creative about our work we got creative about all sorts of things what if we just looked at that and went back to maintaining that so we get that back that what we may have lost because we got back to normal so maintain it's not a weak word it's a strong word this concept is a strong concept i'm telling you what if you know the kind of year you want to have and you go through the work, and it's not hard work to do, but if you go through the work of, this is the kind of year I want to have. This is the kind of person I want to be this year. And then you look at your life and you start subtracting the things that hinder you from becoming that person. If you start removing the things that start getting in the way of the kind of year you want to have, you start removing those things, that's going to reap big benefits. As much as, in my opinion, as much as setting any goal and say, I'm going to accomplish this thing, just removing the things that you're doing poorly, it frees up your calendar. And in my opinion, it's, it's just easier. It, it makes me relax more. Not to mention that if I start looking at what I did well last year, that's completely different than going look on what I did wrong this year. Instead of looking on all the negative things that happened last year, when I start focusing on what I did right last year, and if I start focusing on what I did right last year and maintaining that, working on maintaining, in other words, keep doing what I'm already doing, subtract the things that are negative, that are getting in the way, and then number two, maintain the things that I'm doing that are well, <laughs> I'm telling you what, that is going to reap great rewards. And I think as great as any reward that you would get is saying, I'm going to accomplish all these things. And don't get me wrong, like I said, accomplishing isn't a bad thing. Setting goals just for yourself isn't a bad thing. But if your calendar is already too full, maybe we should focus on, what did I do right? I'm going to keep maintaining that this year. What things am I doing or not doing that get in the way of me becoming the person I want to be this year or me having the kind of year I want to have this year? Maintain and remove, and you're going to see great results. Well, I know that was kind of crazy out there, maybe far out to a lot of people, but I think if we really process that, it really isn't that far out. Maintaining is not a negative word. It is a strong leading word, and it will help you get the year that you want to have. Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. Remember, Life is never perfect, but that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve Ace.